the NFC? Should we start? We like to go the opposite way of traditional geography. So we'll go west to east and south to north. So we'll do NFC west, NFC south, NFC north, NFC east in that order. Yes. As as, as per uh, power hour tradition. And then and then we go alphabetical within the divisions too. It seems like yes, alphabetical within the divisions. Yes, so can- with alphabetical by geographical location. Yeah, uh, named. I guess we should say named named geographical location divisions. Since we since the Cardinals don't really play, you know, Arizona, but they play in, you know, or do they play in Phoenix or they play in ten? I don't know where uh, the stadium is. Is it Glendale or is it Glen- at Glendale? I think it's Glendale, yeah. yeah. And it's Greater Phoenix area, right? Yeah, you played in Tempe at one point. Uh yeah. I want to say it's Glendale. It is Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium, Glendale, Arizona. And of course, the uh I think the uh 49ers don't play in San Francisco anymore. They play um Yeah, it's, I mean it's Santa, it's like, in Santa Clara. I think the Rams might play in Los Angeles, or do they play like in the city of industry or something like that? I'm not. I don't know. Uh, Inglewood. They play in Inglewood, California. Inglewood. Okay. And I think only so only Seattle. I think plays in actual in the in the city. Um, Lumen, uh, but there are no Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, though. That's the no Lumen Field is in Seattle. Actually, in Seattle. So. But in any case, we'll start with the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. They currently have five quarterbacks on their roster, Mike. Five. Billy Murray, Colt McCoy, David Blau, Jeff Driscoll, and Clayton Toon. Any question about the number one quarterback? Well, I guess there's question because Kyler Murray is currently injured and rehabbing his injuries, we, as we saw from uh, – uh, footage uh, available and, and and photographs where uh, he was wearing a um, sort of monitoring uh, device on his chest uh, that that much of social media referred to as a as a, a sports uh, bra that uh, Murray was wearing. Other football players wear it usually too, but they usually wear it over a t-shirt rather than just uh, against the skin as Murray was. So it did look like he was wearing a brassiere on the sidelines. Um, but Kyler Murray. Once a very very hyped prospect, he's uh, had an up and down career in the NFL. He's 26 years old. He signed a huge contract. You have the details of that. Uh, but he was the former number one overall pick in 2019, former Heisman Trophy winner in 2018 from Oklahoma. But he was only three and eight as a starter last year. He's small. He's only about five ten. He's a good runner, but he gets hurt a lot. He doesn't really pay that much attention. It seems like in in drills and in uh, studying, and he's more interested in video games sometimes. So he's he's going to cost the Cardinals a lot of money, and next year, next year, and it seems like next well, year he's relatively pricey. Yeah, he's the sixth highest paid NFC quarterback this season. 16 million but next year he would be the number one by a lot yeah because it's gonna go to 52 million next gonna year. Make, yeah more than 50 million and it seems like maybe people are thinking the cardinals are in play for the number one's draft pick next year and that might be another former oklahoma quarterback currently usc quarterback who followed lincoln riley uh to usc and that was caleb williams 
uh, who's kind of the consensus at this point, number one overall big next year. So if the Cardinals want him, well, what do you do with Murray? How do you get rid of Murray? Are they just saddled with him? But um, yeah, he's not even playing the beginning of this year. Who knows when he'll be healthy? Several what weeks. What are they expecting him? Is he? Yeah, it looks like he's on the physically unable to perform list right now. Are they expecting him for the first game of the season, or is he going to be several weeks? Do you know? Um, he injured. He got injured in December of twenty twenty two. So it's possible he won't. Those ACL injuries, ACL. So like those last a year almost usually. So I would say second half of this season at the earliest. But I think there are some people who think maybe he'll be able to play in September. But I don't know. He won't be as good. So they say so. I I keep seeing September by some, but that seems that seems optimistic to me. I would say halfway through the season is yeah, so typically eight to ten months to recover from post surgery. Yeah, and that was December, right? So he got injured in December, so I guess September possibly, but September through November. I, I mean, would... like in the, in the eight to ten months, that's right in the middle, right? So <laughs> and, and and usually the player is not as good doesn't make a full recovery until the year after that even usually two years after an acl to get back to where you were so um but but he is with the team and he's on the sidelines right so that's he wasn't wearing a brace when he was wearing his um sports bra-esque monitor would you would you refer to that as a bro (laughs) a bro a man's ear a man's ear well it depends if you if you're from the frank costanza or the cosmo kramer school of nomenclature that's the most important question that we've asked i think maybe on this show ever is I mean, the, I mean, the bro was too ethnic to frank costanza but uh kyler murray is black so maybe he would refer to it as a bro and i think bro has become more well bra in some ways has become more used used lately so maybe we just call it a bra as in a bro uh and that would be the name of it, bruh or bruh type of yeah. bruh, yeah. B-R-U-H. B-R-U-H for Gen Z. Um, yeah. I don't really care for Gen Z, but that's neither yeah. here nor there. That's why we that's why we really reach out to the young young audience here on uh that's what that's why we're here. Power. Um but behind Murray we have uh it seems like the start of the beginning of the season Colt McCoy. He's another, another former Big 12 QB. The former big form out of Texas, yeah. third round pick by Cleveland back in 2010. Uh, he's 37 years old or will be in September. He has also played for the 49ers, uh, Washington, the New York Giants, and the Cardinals. Um, and uh, he's been uh, so he's been with the Cardinals since 2021. He's one and two as a starter last year, 11 and 25 as a starter for his career. He's at this point and even probably throughout his career was probably somewhere floating between back backup and starter so he's a solid backup decent spot starter but you wouldn't want you wouldn't want him to be your starting quarterback for the whole year but as a backup he's pretty good so and he's but he's getting older so he might fall off uh the cliff at some point but um i think he's a solid backup but they may be expecting him to make like six seven starts though is what it sounds like yeah he's he's a little in his career as a starter 
And so, uh, but he's played for a lot of bad teams, like the Browns and stuff like that. So um, it's hard. Sometimes those starting records aren't really indicative, but also I think you can say, well, he's not going to transform a bad team into a good team. So if he starts, he's, if he starts for the, um, Cardinals, he's, this team's going to not be very good. He's three and three in two years as a starter with the Cardinals. And he's, you know, adequate. Uh, I think there's also a number, like, you know, we mentioned David Blau and Jeff Driscoll as possibly number three quarterback. I think they're fairly interchangeable. Um, Blau, I think it's, you said Blau was making more money than Driscoll. Yeah, but it's a negligible difference. And and it, it, chances are they'll both well two other guys will probably be on the roster then, right? If, if yeah, for, it seems then. like every team is probably going to start th- or have three quarterbacks on a 53 man roster because of the new NFL rule that says you can dress three quarterbacks now on game day and it, and the third quarterback will not count against the 46 players that you can dress on the out of the 53 or whatever the number is right now it was 45 i think it's 46 now but um because of the problems that the 49ers had at the end of the season against the eagles when everybody uh got hurt and uh, it seemed like the 49ers if they had won that game against the eagles were going to you remember who they were going to start in the super bowl if they played against the chiefs oh no i don't remember who it was philip rivers they were going to call him up and have him <laughs> start the super bowl who, had, who hadn't been playing at all he was going to yeah. be Super Bowl starter. If, if wow, I don't, think, I don't think I'd heard that actually. If Garoppolo couldn't make it, which it seemed like he probably couldn't, but yeah, um, wow, that would have been crazy. They would have guessed. They they would have Garoppolo maybe because it's two weeks because he was still kind of almost recovering. But yeah, Philip Rivers was going to uh, possibly start the Super Bowl. Wow. And so, if Philip Rivers had started the Super Bowl and won, would that change his Hall of Fame um, conversation? I guess technically, a, would he be a slam dunk Hall of Famer if he had a Super Bowl win and his stats like that? He didn't. That's, there are um, Hall of Fame voters that 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 is the key requirement, especially for QBs. Anyway, is that they have won a Super Bowl and yeah, and he he didn't do anything to get that team to the Super Bowl. Right, he won the game and he showed up and. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting I think dilemma. But um, so between Blau and Driscoll. Blau, B-L-O-U-G-H, looks like Bluff, perhaps. Yes. He's 28, former undrafted eight free agent out of Purdue. His first game was in 2019. Uh, that year he went 0-5 as a starter in Detroit. He started two games last year with Arizona. Um, he's 0-7 in his career as a starter. He's also played on the uh, – he's also been on the practice squads of the Browns and the Vikings. So he's got some experience, but – He's not that good. So at least he's a decent backup who can fill in who's been in the game before. I think Driscoll is somewhat the same. He's thir- He's two years older than Blau. He's 30. He was actually drafted. He was a sixth-round pick in 2016 by the 49ers out of Louisiana Tech. He actually started his career at the University of Florida. A lot of quarterbacks that will mention these backups, they started at Florida and then went someplace else. Is that right? When playing time, I guess, didn't develop. It seems like Florida is the place where they start. And um, Driscoll um, was uh, the backup to Joe Burrow in Cincinnati uh, mm-hmm. 
Uh, no, wait. No, he played for Cincinnati in 2018. That was before Joe Burrow. That would have been Andy Dalton. Yeah, yeah. 2018. He started five games as a rookie. He's also played for Detroit, Denver, and Houston. Now with Arizona. He's one and nine as a in career as a starter. So and he's gotten quite a few starts in San Francisco, though, didn't he? That because there was a, there were a couple of years that San Francisco basically just didn't have a quarterback for. Um, yeah, he never got a start in San Francisco. He was. He just came he, into games. Yeah, this was you. You were thinking probably the Nick Mullins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ Beathard era. Right. Um, we'll talk about Nick Mullins. He's he's on the the uh, Bears. No, not the Bears. He is. Um, he's somewhere. He's he's somewhere in the NFL right now. Um, Minnesota. Minnesota. He's on the Vikings right now. Yeah, he's still around. Um, but yeah, he started there and Garoppolo, and they've had a few. Uh, now, of course, Purdy and Lance and Darnold that we'll talk about in a minute. But um, coming up shortly. Yeah, yeah, Driscoll and Blau possibly fighting for the third quarterback position if you include Murray as number one. Set back up to McCoy maybe after uh, right now. But we also have a rookie, Clayton Toon, 24 years old. Seems like a lot of these rookie quarterbacks are older, like they're 23, 24, because a lot of them have transferred. I think that happens more and more now in, the, in college because of the transfer rules and people are going from place to place. He was a full-time starter at Houston the last two years, fifth-round draft pick uh, for the Houston Cougars, f- current new Big 12 member, Houston. Uh, 40 touchdowns to 10 interceptions in 2022. 6'3", uh, 220 pounds, 544 yards rushing last year as well. So he's got some mobility. Uh, maybe he could be a long-term backup, possibly potential starter down the road. Who knows? But he's... Um, a rookie probably no better than number three on the depth chart, possibly practice squad, I would guess. But um, those are the quarterbacks in Arizona. What do you have their salary? Yeah, so right now um, ESPN has Clayton Tune as the number three starter in the depth chart. Blau, Blau at four and Driscoll not listed. Um, but yeah, by money, um, yeah, Murray's – uh, top 16 million. Colt McCoy as a backup is making 5 million this year. Blau at 1, 1.02 million. And then Driscoll Tune 940 and 840k each. So it seems like probably elite. those are probably veteran minimums, it seems like almost. Probably, yeah. Well, Tune was probably a rookie contract. Tune's rookie, but probably Blau and Driscoll might be rookie minimums. I think Blau has been in the year league maybe a year longer, two years longer than Driscoll, yeah. so making a little bit more. So I mean, it may be that that they keep McCoy, Blau, and Tune, and let Driscoll go, or or maybe they keep all four and put one of them on the put Tune on the practice squad for a little while, and then switch them up when they need to. I would say, maybe, yeah, maybe they keep McCoy, Driscoll, Blau, because Murray's on the he's not going to count against the roster at the beginning of the year. Mur- Murray won't, yeah. And so then they can put Tune as the practice squad, and then they probably put Murray in. Get rid of Driscoll or Blau and probably keep tuned on the practice squad, I would guess. Mm. So they would, um, that's my guess. I don't know, but maybe they think that somebody would pick up Blau as a third quarterback. There is a team that we'll talk about that really has limited options, it seems like, as quarterback right now. But it seems like in this division, um, the teams are pretty well covered. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have like a solid backup, a de- you know, a pretty good starter, a, a solid backup plan. And then, you know, a couple of flyers, basically, right? That's kind of yeah, what... yeah. And that's what I think. That's what the Rams have. Yeah, 
with Stafford, Brett Rippon, Stetson Bennett, and Dresser Wynn. Who's who has the worst name, Stetson Bennett or Dresser Wynn? That is a race to the bottom there. On <laughs> would you rather be named after a a hat or a, a piece of furniture? Yeah, I could be either <laughs> one. Don't know. Sir. What would you rather have? <laughs> hey, Dresser, get over here. Uh, I think Dresser is worse. Stetson is stupid, but I think it's conventionally stupid. I think Dresser is more like, like if Stetson's name were a hat instead of Stetson, that would yes. be worse. So like if if Dresser was like a, you know, Ethan Allen or something, if it had been a name brand, I think that would be, uh, Chippendale might be worse, but like, but you know, something... <laughs> It's dresser is just a terror. It's like yeah, it's you know bed futon futon. You know it's it's yeah a terrible name. But um, I think yeah. Anyway, back to if you want to talk about the quarterback, Stafford Matthew Stafford is number one, former number one overall pick in two thousand nine by Detroit. He played for many years for the Lions. Uh, he's thirty five years old now. He's a really good quarterback, probably possibly top 10 quarterback in the NFL, maybe if he's healthy. At least he was at one point. He mm. won the Super Bowl for the Ram- with the Rams two years ago. Uh, they traded a lot to get him. They traded Jared Goff to the Lions and plus a bunch of draft picks to get him. Um, but he has had an elbow injury uh, last year, and it's hard to say if he is – how recovered uh, he will be. He's had uh, injury issues two out of the last four years. So, but, you know, that could be a coincidence, but it could mean something. Um, in his last healthy year, uh, Goff, I mean, not Goff, uh, Stafford threw for 41 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, almost 5,000 yards. So uh, this past year, he was only, he only started nine games. He only had ten touchdowns, eight interceptions, uh, much lower um, than than normal. Yeah, didn't, didn't he have like an off season injury that then he like sort of like never played very well? I uh, think he maybe he maybe had a knee and an elbow issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was not himself. Maybe maybe he had like an elbow surgery or something like shortly before the season started, and then yeah. Then, like, yeah, they kind of tried to make it sound like it wasn't a big deal, and then apparently was because he didn't seem to have. He also had a concussion issue, yeah. uh, elbow in the off season, and then I think other. Um, I think he re-injured his elbow, and he also had a concussion, so it was not. Um, Is he expected to be? As far as I know, he's expected to be there, um, at the beginning. Uh, supposedly, he's supposed to be ready to go. This is a, apparently this is a nagging elbow injury that dated back to the 2021 season when he was, I believe, still on uh, the. I guess he was, that was his first year with the Rams, 2021. But it was, yeah. it was back that far. So um, you wonder maybe if that's something that Josh Allen might have to deal with if his if his, his or Brock Purdy, another quarterback we'll talk about in the, in the division who's suffering from an elbow injury. But, um, yeah, Stafford, I think, is, um, you know, he won the Super Bowl. He was, you know, if he 
leads the Rams to another Super Bowl. He's probably a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's probably just a good quarterback if he doesn't, I think. Um, his Hall of Fame monitor, going to Pro Football Reference, is 71.53. For reference, Mahomes is 86.28 already. Uh, Matt Ryan, a similar player, I think, too. Uh, Stafford is much higher. He's at 106.5. Mm. So, 106.05. So, like, he's somehow, he's only played, in the, I think Ryan's only played one more year, but I guess his counting stats are probably higher. Yeah. And, um, he didn't miss many games. No, and he won an MVP, Matt Ryan did, too, where, where yeah. Stafford did not. And, he, and uh, so, but I think Stafford's a good, he's, he's a solid number one. Um, Brett Rippon, who's the, probably the slotted to be the second quarterback is, I wouldn't say a great backup, but not terrible. Uh, undrafted free agent out of Boise State in 2019. It was nephew of uh, former Washington Redskins uh, quarterback, Mark Rippon, who won the Super Bowl uh, in the early 90s. With would, the, would you call him a legacy player then? As a uh... <laughs> nephew is harder to say. Well, literally, the word nepotism comes from nephew. Yeah, uh, nepos uh, from Greek through Latin. Uh, but yeah, nep- uh, nepotism. Um, but uh, less of a thing with players than with with coaches. With I think coaching, though, right? Yeah, yeah, because coaches always can get a slot, you know, spot on the team because you don't really. Yeah, it's not a merit system necessarily with coaches. It's who you know, who you you know. It's it's, well, a, it's a networking your individual, uh, you know, contribution as a coach, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Rippon had been with the Broncos until this year, one and two as a starter, four touchdowns, eight interceptions in his career, sixty-two point nine career quarterback rating. Uh, so not so great, but he's played at least. Four-year starter at, at Boise State before he was um, picked up by the Broncos. He's only one year older than uh, third for rookie quarterback Stetson Bennett. That was Bennett, what I was going to ask you. Who was older? <laughs> Bennett will be 26 on the 28th of October. It's my mom's birthday. Um, he was a walk-on at UGA in 2017. He was uh, – then he went to – a junior college, then back to Georgia, where he was behind Jake Fromm, who we'll mention later, um, Jamie Newman and JT Daniels, who we'll also mention later, who is still a college quarterback now at Rice. He's been basically everywhere. Mm. Uh, but uh, he's won two national championships, 21-22, fourth-round draft pick this year, 5'11", small but kind of plucky, um, maybe a bit of a jerk, but he had some run-ins with the law after his national championship this year, uh, um, a sort of drunken, disorderly conduct but you know maybe he seems like one of those guys who's probably a good college quarterback but probably won't make it in the nfl like a major apple white type to me um yeah he's got a dumb name kind of like major apple white uh oh he wasn't that wasn't a rank <laughs> no no and um similar to major apple white or Stetson Bennett, we have dresser win who is the probably the fourth quarterback undrafted free agent out of tennessee martin He's about 6'2", 6'3", so he's bigger. Um, he wasn't so great at Tennessee Martin, which isn't a – but he was 18 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. ability. But um, we heard last week – I don't know if we mentioned this on the air, but uh, <laughs> one of the scouting reports for Dresser Martin in high school said that he was – 
Dresser, Dresser, sorry, Dresser Wynn, sorry, Dresser Wynn uh, in high school. He was one of the more gifted athletes out of rural West Tennessee in the past few years. So, <laughs> um, not one of the most, one of the more gifted athletes, not quarterbacks. Right. Not from all of West Tennessee, but only rural. Just the rural part. West Tennessee. So we're not including the Memphis metropolitan area. We're only no. including the rural part of the state. And not ever, but not even the last 20 years, the last few years. And so that's their fourth quarterback. So Dresser Wynn doesn't, if that was the best he could, that that was something that's clip, printed in your bio as the as one of the best compliments you could get. Yes. That's not great. But maybe he diamond in the rough, perhaps. Yeah, if he can dress the part, he Ooh. can uh, <laughs> dresser. That's a, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with something about you know being able to win the role. Ooh, nice of backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just say, just just say when. Those are terrible. Those are terrible. But well. Um, but so uh, Stafford is making uh, twenty million this year. Um, all of the backups combined are are less than uh, three million. So, so yeah, they have less no money, money for... really in those backups. But it seems like Rippin at least has played. And you kind of wonder: do, Does a team that has a quarterback go down? Maybe you bring in somebody like Carson Wentz. There's some. There's always a couple people with experience out there. Um, Wentz hasn't been picked up. He's probably the. I guess you still have Cam Newton possibly out there as a backup option, but um, that's who the. the at least, at least the uh, you could say the Rams are throwing numbers at the problem. They have three quarterbacks that could possibly be a good, decent backup, and yeah. they're youngish, even if they're not as young as maybe you'd like them to be, and. Uh, and and doesn't have that much experience at the pro level anyway, so it's um it would be it's more of a crapshoot this season if Stafford isn't able to go, you know, near mm-hmm. his like his expected level, right? Yeah, it's uh it's a steep drop off though from from, from Stafford to Rippin win, and it's kind of the opposite uh, issue that the Forty ers have. They actually have youth. Um, their mm-hmm. quarterbacks, uh, two of their quarterbacks are younger than the youngest quarterback on the Rams, and both of those two quarterbacks have um, NFL experience. Yeah, and Sam Darnold, who's twenty six, he is about the same age as as Stetson Bennett. So, and their older uh, oldest guy is uh, thirty one, Brandon Allen. Um, so you want you want to go through the quarterbacks for the 49ers and 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 what you think of them as the depth chart, or at least what's being said right now. Yeah, so um, depth chart right now they have um, ESPN has um, their cheapest quarterback option as the number one, uh, Brock Purdy, number one, Trey Lance, two, Sam Darnold, three, Brandon Allen, four. Yeah, I tend to, from what I've heard, it seems like Darnold has won the second job, at least so far. He's playing better than Lance is. And but it seems like also just a little surprising that it seems like they think Purdy's going to be back at the beginning of the season. Maybe his mm. elbow wasn't quite as severe as they thought, but you could still say that maybe Purdy won't 
be what he was. But Brock Purdy is only he's still he's only 23 years old. He was a four-year starter at Iowa State. Solid quarterback there. Seventh round draft pick, last pick overall, Mr. Irrelevant, as they say. Yes. 52nd overall pick by San Francisco last year. Um, his best year was probably his sophomore season, but he had four pretty good years as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not quite 6-1, but he was 5-0 and as a starter last year in the regular season. Two playoff wins before getting injured. He had 107.3 quarterback rating in the regular season, 109.8 in playoffs. So uh, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions, about 1,400 yards passing. So not a ton of passing yards in yeah. those games, but he did pretty well. And it seems like he did just as well or better than Garoppolo or Lance did with the same system in his mm-hmm. first year. So yeah, the, the the question is, can Purdy continue his success? Is he another Tom Brady-type story, low-round draft pick? Not he's going to become Tom Brady, but low-round draft pick who can become a solid starter even early on and is he going to be okay with his elbow um well maybe the most important thing was that the team seemed to rally around him too so like they they seem to be supporting him as as uh you know the choice to move forward if they if he's available and uh i mean he's already exceeded expectations right for for like the draft pick uh already above and beyond what any other you know quarterback selection of that round even probably has done right so would you say he's a pretty good Ooh, i didn't know we were doing all puns here (laughs) well since we had dresser win yes uh, yes yeah i think we have to continue this now every every team from here on well i i I think even though darnold i think darnold's probably going to be this number two quarterback he is an interesting he and Lance are kind of interesting parallels because um, Darnold is 26 years old. He was the former number three overall pick by the Jets in 2018. That was in, uh, out of USC. That was the same draft class where Mayfield was picked number one overall. Josh Allen was picked, I believe, number four by the Bills. Josh Rosen was picked in the top 10, I think, by the Cardinals or close to it. And then Lamar Jackson was picked at the end of that round. So five first-round quarterbacks that year. Um, ironically, probably Lamar Jackson has been the, has had the most success, and he was picked at the end of the round. Um, but uh, some people thought Darnold was probably maybe the number one overall prospect that year. But um, it turns out, oh, I guess Allen has probably had the, maybe the most success, uh, a consistent success anyway, even though Lamar won an MVP. But Allen, I think, has been... Um, less hurt but anyway so Allen and Allen and uh Jackson have been the top two quarterbacks so easily but Darnold he played for the Jets for three years never really panned out mm-hmm. uh, he ended up drafting um Zach Wilson also I think third overall or second overall yeah now on to uh Aaron Rodgers so they haven't solved their quarterback situation um he went to Carolina for the last two years um he was he's in total this is his first year with the 49ers. He's 21 and 34 overall as a starter. He was four and two for Carolina last year. So story of turning things around, 92.6 quarterback rating career. He's a 78.2 quarterback uh, passer rating. Uh, not so great. 61 touchdowns, 55 interceptions. So that's yeah. almost even. So, but maybe he's getting better. Maybe he's on the way back to showing what he once was, but I think it seems like he's probably the backup because 
from what I've heard, Lance hasn't moved forward that much. He like he's only 23 though, like Purdy. He was also the number three overall pick, like Darnold. Um, he only started one year though at North North Dakota State, unlike Darnold, who played at USC. Uh, Purdy played at Iowa State. You know, uh, North Dakota State is only, uh, you know, formerly Division One AA, not football championship subdivision. He didn't play in the COVID year except for one game, I think. So mm-hmm. he was drafted after that COVID season. But when he played that one year as a starter for North Dakota State, he had 28 touchdowns, zero interceptions that year, 1,100 yards rushing, 1,400 yard, 14 rushing touchdowns. So he had flashed a dual ability, but. And San Francisco gave up a lot to get him. They tr- traded. Uh, they gave. They traded Miami their uh, first round pick. Also gave Miami two additional first round picks and a third round pick just to get him. But he hasn't played much. He was injured last year. Garoppolo started until he was hurt as well. And um, Trey Lance has been struggling even before injury. He's only been two and two as a starter. Maybe he's turning his turning corner. But maybe he's a trade candidate. Who knows? But it seems like he is. Definitely out of the starting role and possibly even just the third quarterback in San Francisco, even though he had that uh, supposedly very productive training session with Patrick Mahomes uh, over the summer. Uh, do you have any insight on the on the Darnold Lance? Well, so um, Trey Lance did play the most in the um, preseason game that they had so far. And he did. He looked like he was pretty productive, I guess. 10 of 15, 112 yards, and a touchdown. No picks. But he was sacked four times, which isn't a great sign for a preseason game. Uh, so he did have, you know... Especially for a mobile quarterback, you don't want to be yeah. sacked. Well, and who's dealing with injuries, you don't want him to take any hits if he doesn't have it's to, especially in the preseason. But I guess you want him to get, a, you know, maybe a couple of, like, minor hits in, in just so, like, he's back to being ready for... NFL speed and uh you know prepared at least anyway for the regular season. Uh but uh yeah. I don't know. It is probably not ideal to have your guy your um guy who spent a lot of time on the injury list last season uh getting hit four times. Yeah, yeah. So I I wouldn't a meaningless preseason game, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to trade Lance. Uh but at this point, it's hard to see what you might get for him. Um, Brandon Allen is the fourth quarterback. He seems like an ideal kind of third quarterback or second or backup. Uh, he's 2016, sixth round pick by Jacksonville. He went to Ar- University of Arkansas as an, under- as an undergraduate. Um, he will be 31 years old now in September. He played for, he played for the Jags and the Rams practice squads. He played a bit for Denver in 2019. He was a backup to Joe Burrow in Cincinnati last three seasons. He started six games when Burrow was out, but he's two and seven in his career as a starter. So, like, he's somebody who can start a game, but is not going to win you uh, a lot of games. But he's somebody who can at least has played. But it seems mm-hmm. like that's somebody that the um, 49ers don't really need. So, I think if if the 49ers decide, they, well, we don't want They did Allen. go through like five QBs last year, though, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess if the 49ers get rid of Allen, like maybe one of the other quarterback teams that needs like a third quarterback might yeah. pick it up again. He's well, sort of a... well, really, if the if 49ers think that that they are going to try to trade Lance, or if they think he's like slipped to number three on the depth chart, then it makes sense to try to move him because uh, 
his salary at 9.3 million for the season is awfully high for a third string quarterback, right? Yeah. It seems like most of the teams in the league, their third string quarterbacks only making like around $1 million. So that's, he would be by far, I think the highest paid third string QB. Yeah. And I guess if you think Lance is a potential starter, that's not very much money for potential starter, but it's a lot of money for a third string guy where, and I think the 49ers seem to like Purdy, and I think I I don't know maybe, I mean I'm just from what I've heard I think it seems like Darnold has gotten I I think Darnold might actually be the best quarterback out of all those but uh, I think until Purdy turns back into a pumpkin if he ever will I think he should still have the benefit yeah yeah as long as he's healthy enough to start yeah it's probably still his role unless yeah someone takes it from him or he is unable to play right. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on to Seattle? Sure. Only three quarterbacks in Seattle, though. Mm-hmm. He now paid Geno Smith, uh, Drew Locke, and Holton Allers. Ailers? Allers, I guess. I don't know. It's A H L E R S. Could be either. Um, Holton, though. Holton. I. Yeah, it's it's another name. Holton <laughs> or Dresser, which do you prefer? There is uh, a Holton, I think. At least Holton is a little bit like Holden, Holden Caulfield, maybe. I don't know. It's not good. It wouldn't be Holton wouldn't be very good for like an offensive lineman name. Yes. But maybe as a quarterback, it's not so good. Well, you don't want to hold onto the ball that long either. So but um yeah, Geno Smith is the eldest of those three quarterbacks as well. He's 32. He'll be 33 on your birthday, Dr. Skeff, on oh. October 10th. Birthday twin? Your birthday is yeah. not the same year though. So but yeah, you'll be you're 12 years older than Gino. Um there's another quarterback down on the list that has my birthday. Really? You'll be in, uh, oh good time. Um but he was a second-round pick by the Jets in 2013 out of West Virginia University. He played for the Jets for four seasons through 2016, then the Giants, then the Chargers. has been with the Seahawks since 2019. He was Russell Wilson's backup until last season. He hadn't been a full-time starter since 2014. And so he's, when he started last year, though, he was not, had a 9-8 record, 100.9 QB rating, 69.8 completion percentage, which I believe led the league or was leading the league most of the year. 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, over 4,000 yards passing. He was the comeback player of the year, so he got this big contract. So it seems like he had a really good year. He was. They were thinking, well, it might be Locke or it might be Smith as the starting quarterback at the beginning of the year because they brought in Locke in that Russell Wilson trade. Mm-hmm. So, But, but Geno Smith beat him out, and Drew Locke didn't play a snap last year. Is that right? <laughs> that was how healthy, I guess, A, how healthy Geno Smith was, but also B, probably how close the games were. There weren't any big blowouts that you want to put your backup quarterback into. Drew Locke, the backup is 26, also a second-round draft pick. This one by the Broncos in 2019. He was from Lee Summit, a local boy. Uh, and he was thought to be the quarterback of the future in Denver for a little while, but he was traded to Seattle as part of the Russell Wilson deal last year. 8-13 and 13 as a starter, all with Denver. He said he didn't play a snap with Seattle last year after losing the camp battle with Geno Smith. 25-20 hmm. to 20 career touchdown interception ratio. 
um, starter with Denver, 19 and 20, but faded. He was replaced by Teddy Bridgewater in 2021. And then, um, so he hasn't been a starter for a while, but maybe he can be serviceable. He's, he's played decently-ish, not great in the NFL, but he's got some experience. So I think the, the Seahawks' top two quarterbacks, both, I don't think Smith's a world beater, but he is as proven and he can be an above average quarterback in the league. And especially the NFC, that can be pretty good. And Locke is a capable backup. Holton Allers is the third quarterback. He's only 20, he's 23. He was he was an undrafted free agent out of East Carolina. Do you know which Carolina, East Carolina University is located? I don't. I believe I assume it's the East one. <laughs> East Carolina is in Greenville, North Carolina. There's a famous Greenville in South Carolina, but Greenville, North Carolina for East Carolina. <laughs> so it's extra confusing. Uh, Greenville, North Carolina is the 12th most populous city of North Carolina. It is a population of nearly 90,000. Greenville, South Carolina is actually smaller than Greenville, North Carolina, but it's the sixth most populous city in South Carolina. So it's probably relative to its state, it is more important, uh, but Greenville, North Carolina is, is larger. So, hmm. But anyway, Holton Allard, I'm sure, can tell you all about Greenville, Northeast Carolina. Um, <laughs> he was a four-year starter at East Carolina. Um 97 touchdowns in his career there, 37 interceptions, eight and five record last year, 28 touchdowns, five interceptions, almost about 3,700 yards passing. He's kind of mobile-ish. He runs for some touchdowns. He was the 2023 Hula Bowl MVP. Do you know what the Hula Bowl is? It's one of those college all-star games, like the Shrine Shriners Classic and the... I thought maybe it was like a bar game uh, Uh competition, like TV show or something, no. There's the Shrine Classic, and then there's the um, East-West Shrine, and there's a couple others. But Hula Bowl is one of those uh, uh, kind of college all-star games. Uh, so he's kind of a developmental prospect. But he's the only, only he's the only other quarterback on the roster, though. So it seems like he's probably a practice squad guy, or maybe I guess if the teams are carrying three quarterbacks, or yeah. it's an incentive to carry three quarterbacks, maybe you want to uh, put him on there. But it seems like that might be a waste of a roster spot. But I don't think he's getting picked up by any other team. So you probably could stash him on the practice squad. Maybe as the season goes on, you might put him on the 53 when there's yeah. more injuries or something. They allow you to keep a third quarterback without, you know, counting against the, the, uh, you know, player number for the game maximum. Yeah. It counts. It, it, it doesn't count against the player dressing number, but it yeah. counts against the 53 number. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. So that's the problem. I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I wonder how many teams are going to carry a third quarterback. Well, the Chiefs have done it. I think they will. I think Yeah. I think the 49ers will for sure. But they don't dress the third quarterback. They keep them on the roster, right? Is what they've yeah, been. But doing. I think now they will dress the third quarterback. Now they will, yeah. But I think the only time a third quarterback can come in is if the first two quarterbacks are both ruled out. Yeah. And they come back in. Um yeah. so they can't just have a third guy. But that's the NFC West. I'm gonna go on to the NFC. Yeah, so yeah, not, not really a battle anyway. Here, these are these are pretty well defined uh, depth chart numbers already, right? Yeah, the only Definitely. injury seems like it's muddling the picture anywhere, and yeah. 
maybe we're fighting for backup positions in San Francisco and Arizona, but yeah, it's pretty settled, I think, at quarterback. Yeah. In the NFC West. The NFC South might be a little different. Yeah, what, what do you think of uh we'll, we'll start with Atlanta? What do you think of their situation with Heineke, Desmond Ritter, Logan Woodside? Possibly a fourth quarterback, but not really, I guess, right? It injured Felipe Franks. If Felipe Franks uh, was a quarterback for Florida and then he transferred to Arkansas, and then he said he was going to become a tight end in the NFL, sort of a Tebow-esque kind of switch, and he's uh, been injured, so he's not on the roster. Yeah. Uh, and he would, if he had been on the roster, it seems like he would have been a tight end, maybe a gimmick gadget. Spot track has him as a quarterback, though, so. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but they also have him listed as injured and not. Yeah. So, uh, so, like, so they have right now they have three quarterbacks on the roster that aren't injured. And yes. uh Heineke is getting uh, is the highest paid, probably, but Desmond Ritter, I believe that the Falcons want as the starter. He's twenty-three years old. It was a third round draft pick in twenty twenty-two out of Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati, the Bearcats. He was a four-year starter, had a forty-two and six record as a starter in college. So very good. Cincinnati most famously made the 2021 college football playoffs. Now that prob- probably Desmond Ritter had a lot to do with Cincinnati's probably getting into the big 12 um, since uh, his teams did so well. Six, three, he actually ran a 4.52 40 yard dash, which is one of the fastest times for a quarterback. So he's got a lot of physical tools. Uh, he started four games last year, replacing um Marcus Mariota, which you may have seen on Quarterback, the Netflix series. Uh, We'll talk about Mariota. He went to Philadelphia. Uh, But he had 708 passing yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions in those four games. So it seems like Arthur Smith, the head coach, wants to try Desmond Ritter as the starter. Hmm. And they brought in Taylor Heineke probably as the backup. He's 30 now. Uh, He was an undrafted free agent from Old Dominion. Uh, you know where Old Dominion? What state Old Dominion is in? Is it Virginia? It is in Virginia. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, what city Old Dominion is? I have no idea. Norfolk is in Norfolk, uh, Virginia. Um, and uh, I just always refer to it as Old D because it sounds funnier. Old D. ODU transferred from FCS to FBS while he was in in that time. So his stats, I was thinking like, oh, they look really good the first two years, and then they drop off. But that's because they were they went from uh, Division One AA to One A, like between his sophomore and junior years, he was oh. a four-year starter. So his stats look worse, but he's playing against much better competition. The level of competition was increased dramatically then, huh? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, I was I, I figured that out while I was looking at it. Um, and he started out with the Vikings, then to the Patriots practice squad, then Houston, and then Carolina, where he started one game. Then he was an XFL St. Louis Battlehawk. And then he went to Washington, where he's probably best known. He started a game in Carolina when Cam Newton got hurt and everybody got hurt on Carolina's team that year. Yeah. Um, he was the third quarterback. And then he went to the Battlehawks, then to Washington. Um, he start- In 2020, he actually started in Washington's playoff loss to Tampa that was the only game he started that year he kind of had a plucky performance against Tom Brady's team who ended up um, winning and uh, winning the Super Bowl of course uh, that season he is 12 12 and 1 as a starter for Washington he's kind of a plucky 
um, guy who's really beloved by his teammates. His stats aren't out of this world, but he's not terrible either, uh, Heineke. He's um, He's been on a lot of bad teams, and he's still been like, you know, a person who can kind of gut out uh, mm. and maybe it's been kind of the opposite of somebody like Sam Darnold or one of these higher ranked quarterbacks originally, but um, but he, he was another one of those guys that it seems like the team rallied behind though too. Yeah, and this yeah. even this year at Washington, like he was probably better than Carson Wentz was for the team. He had 12 touchdowns, 6 interceptions in, not, in 9 games started um, and and uh but but famously Ron Rivera put Wentz in a game after uh Heineke had kind of led uh Washington to a number of victories, but losing that game cost Washington a playoff spot. Uh Heineke was five, three, and one with Washington last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh Wentz is out of the games. league. And then and then um Carson Wentz was two and five with Washington and uh with stats that were not quite as good, but he was he was brought in as a starter. Uh and that's why he salary, was, big contract too, right? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, well he got that big contract with Philadelphia. Yeah. And then he was not he was injured a lot and not so great. So he got traded to Indianapolis. And then Indianapolis says, Well, you're not that great, we're gonna trade you to Washington. And then now he's just out of the you know, out of the league currently. Yeah. Uh, but Heineke has a job again. Um, and so he's a plucky kind of underdog. He's a, he's a, a, I think that you can have if Ritter crumbles. Um, Logan Woodside is the third quarterback, seventh round pick by the Bengals out of Toledo in 20, I believe 2018. Um, pocket passer, mostly a backup on the Titans since then. He has not thrown an NFL pass. His only pro football experiences with the AAF's San Antonio Commanders. Do you remember what the AAF stands for? Yeah, it was the, uh, what was it? Uh, Alliance of American Football? Alliance of American Football. It was, the, it was yeah, the, the league that was, I think, yeah. we got, was yeah. before the XFL and the USFL. Uh yeah, the San Antonio the San Antonio Commanders, just like uh they're hunting. So I guess there was an AAF team called the Commanders before the Washington Commanders. So it's even yes, maybe a worse nickname than we remember. Um any comments on the Falcons? Um uh the, you know, they're one of the strange, you know, the, the team, the strange teams that has like a very cheap starting QB, Desmond in Desmond Ritter would be uh, much, much more expensive, but more seasoned backup. Uh, so the other, so uh, yeah, Heineke is going to be make five, going to be making five point seven million this year. So Desmond Ritter is one point two, mm-hmm. and uh, the theme that we will see in the NFC South is that they do not spend a lot of money on their quarterbacks as a as a division, even. So yeah, I guess that might change with Carolina if Bryce Young becomes a really good player, but he's going to, his salary is going to go up and up because he's number one overall pick. So that's, he's got a scale. So like you said that um, Trey Lance was making 9 million this year. Yeah. I think this is his fourth season. So young will make more than that as being the number one pick rather than the number three pick. Right. Salary is going to escalate. 
But who Bryce Young by just being by being a high draft pick is the number two paid quarterback in the NFC South. (laughs) A very minor margin, though. Mm. Uh, um, But I I will say that um, uh, in the preseason game, uh, Logan Woodside is the only quarterback that played for Atlanta, and he seemed like he did all right. Not great though, but you know, they won too. So. What is yeah. that? <laughs> Nothing at all, right? Hard to say. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to Carolina? Let's move on to Carolina. Yeah. You just mentioned the uh, at the and, and, and speaking of confusing Carolinas, Carolina is in Charlotte, North Carolina. So yeah. East Carolina and just plain old Carolina are in North Carolina. Would that irritate you if you were from South Carolina? That someone's just calling themselves North Carolina, calling themselves Carolina, yeah, and, and they assume that you mean North Carolina, and then they say East Carolina, which is not a state, right? It's not Eastern North Carolina, it's just East Carolina, right? No, I uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think should, I don't think it should be allowed, but uh... silly. Just silly. If you want to just call your state Carolina, you can call your state Carolina, like Virginia. But you can't... Yeah, I I, I don't think... uh, Yeah. No. You remember when Dakota... North Dakota was thinking of changing its name to just Dakota? Right. (laughs) And everyone laughed at them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And everybody might be laughing at the Carolina Panthers this year. We don't know. But uh, who else do we have on the the Panthers roster? I think they've got the quarterback... uh, Position covered quite a bit since they have how many quarterbacks on the roster right now? Uh, four. Yeah, Andy Dalton looks like the number two quarterback on the uh, ESPN depth chart. Matt Corral, number three. Jake Luton. Luton? I think so. Yeah, I think that's how I pronounce both those last ones. Yeah. Matt Corral, Jake Luton. Um, Corral and Luton. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the youngest of the of the four quarterbacks is Bryce Young. He's 22 years old, first overall pick in 2023 from the University of Alabama. He was the Heisman winner his sophomore season in 2021. His production dropped off a bit in 2022 when a lot of his um, weapons kind of graduated a year ahead of him. Uh, so maybe that doesn't bode terribly well. He was less good in 2022. He's not really a running quarterback, even though he's so small. He only had 162 total rushing yards in college. He's only 5'10", which is about the same size as Kyler Murray, but Murray is much more of a runner. At least he can move around and get out of the pocket. Young, I think, is mobile, but he doesn't run very much. Um, he was the former backup to our one of Warner Power Hour's favorite people, Michael McCorkle Jones. Um, the Panthers would trade up from number nine uh, to get um, Bryce Young from the Bears, who had the number one overall pick. They created DJ Moore and some picks for him. Um, and uh, Young is from California. Uh, he went to Mater Day High School in Santa Ana Catholic University. Like current Chiefs wide receiver, possibly fringe roster prospect, Nika Remigio. Uh, but uh, a lot of NFL quarterbacks have gone to Mater Day. It's one of the f- big kind of famous football powerhouses of uh, the Los Angeles area from California. But did you know that basically every quarterback who has gone to Mater Day has been an NFL bust. Hmm. And they've had three Heisman Trophy winners go to Mater Dei, including Bryce Young, 
but none of the quarterbacks have done anything in the NFL. Um, the first Heisman quarterback uh, was from the 1960s. That was John Huarte. It would probably be a, in Huarte in uh, Spanish. He was uh, the first Hispanic uh, person to win a Heisman, but he pronounced his name. It was H-U-A-R-T-E. He pronounced his name Hewart uh, mm-hmm. instead of Huarte, probably to sound more uh, Americanized, I guess. Anglo, yeah. Um, he was actually drafted by both the NFL and the AFL, but he went to the AFL because that would be easier, but he got beaten out by Joe Namath. Uh, and then he became a backup to Len Dawson and he barely played at all in Mm. professional football. So he was never a, uh, a starter really. Um, and so he probably didn't live up to his hype. Matt Barkley, famously USC quarterback that played in the NFL a bit. I think he might be still on the bills as a backup, but uh, never quite panned out. JT Daniels was a quarterback. He's currently at Rice, but he's been um, bounced around a lot. He had been at the University of Georgia when Rice, when uh, Stetson Bennett was there, and Jake Fromm were there and stuff like that. And also uh, former USC Heisman Trophy winner, former Cardinal Matt Leinart, who famously kind of uh, bombed out of the NFL. And also... Perhaps the most fam- one of the most famous NFL quarterback busts of all time uh, from USC star Todd Marinovich. Mm. Uh, so none of these modern-day quarterbacks have turned out to be anything. So if, if Bryce Young turns out to be a solid quarterback, he will buck a trend of modern-day players uh, playing well. So I, I, I had been down on Bryce Young before, but now with that information, I am even more down on, 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 on Bryce Young. Cause I don't think he's the, he's too small um, to be a great quarterback. And I think he and would, apparently went a modern, modern day. So yeah. um, lots of pro athletes went there as well as uh, Shawshank Redemption uh, uh, character actor, Bob Gunton, who played Warden Norton uh, went to modern day as well. But um yeah, the high school in Santa Ana, California. Seems like a great school, but it's it's uh in terms of its quarterback uh output, lots of quarterbacks, but no NFL uh stars. Uh backup probably to young. Oh, there is one uh Chiefs player from there. Did you know that? Not Nico Remigio. Um no, Trent McDuffie is from Oh McDuffie went to Monterey. I didn't see Monterey. that. So we have Nick Romijo and Trent McDuffie. So, any other uh, exciting names on the modern day alumni list that you see? Uh, looks like uh, the uh, um, Amon Ra St. Brown. Amon Ra St. Brown, yeah. Uh, had some good position players lately, then it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Rams player uh, Quentin Lake is from there, too. Matt Barkley, yeah, you mentioned him. Yeah, liner. Yeah, it, it doesn't. This doesn't list um, uh, Remigio, but he probably hasn't been in the NFL yet, so that's why he's not listed on this this list anyway. He was listed on the Wikipedia list that I mentioned. Yeah, yeah. But um, Alvin Rob, but not um, his brother, I guess. Equinemius. Equinemius apparently is not. Did not go to that high school. I think there's another St. Brown as well. Is there a third? There is a third St. Brown. Even though there was no St. Brown in real life, but uh Yes. Oh yeah, he went to Orange Lutheran. And uh Ooh, we, have a, we have a Lutheran and a Catholic. Right. Osiris St. Brown. That's the other St. Brown. Ah. 
he is currently at Stanford as a wide. Oh, he went to Stanford as a wide receiver. I guess he did not make it in the NFL. Hmm. But uh, someone who has made it in the NFL and has been there for a long time is Andy Dalton, the backup at Carolina, it seems like. They had thought perhaps maybe, I thought perhaps maybe he'd be the starter at the beginning of the year, but I think Bryce Young has been named the starter for week one. Andy Dalton, uh, redhead, red rifle, as they call him sometimes, 35 years old now, 6'2", second round pick from TCU in 2011, played with Cincinnati until 2019. He has bounced around the last three years with the Cowboys in 20, Bears 21, Saints 22. He is 83, 77, and two as a starter, 0 and 4 in the postseason. He started, he went from 2011 to 2014 to the playoffs with Cincinnati. He's been a solid starter, at least uh, recently, even recently with the Saints. He had 18 touchdowns, nine interceptions. So he was, uh, he's switched NFC South teams, uh, but still a solid player. Uh, a good backup, I think, if Young struggles. So, yeah, I think it's expensive, good. really, for a player of his caliber, at least anyway. Only two point one million dollars for a salary for this year. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it seems it seems like everybody's going on the cheap in uh, um, um, in the NFC South. The third yeah. quarterback is probably going to be Matt Corral, uh, twenty four years old, third round pick from Ole Miss. Uh, twenty actually twenty spots lower than Desmond Ritter. So he's so we had Desmond Ritter third round pick as the first quarterback in twenty twenty two. Third pick twenty twenty two as the first quarterback for Atlanta. But we have essentially another third round pick in twenty twenty two, Matt Corral, uh, who is the third quarterback probably at best in Carolina. Um, uh, he is of Mexican descent and. He actually once got into a fight in high school with one of Wayne Gretzky's sons. <laughs> Do you think Wayne Gretzky's son would be a good fighter or not so good at fighting? Hmm. The hockey kid, but he's also Wayne Gretzky's kid. I don't think Gretzky was ever known as a... I don't remember him being that big of a fighter, at least, anyway. He wasn't a, he wasn't a goon, at least. He wasn't a goon, no. Uh, well, uh, Wayne's kid, I guess... He ended up transferring schools, I think, because he didn't like the school because he was like a rich, snobby school, he thought. But he ended up being a solid starter for Ole Miss. 57 touchdowns, 23 interceptions in college, 18 rushing touchdowns. He's a developmental player. Is he that much worse than Ritter? You know, but he's probably no higher than number three. He, however, only had a, number, only had a 15 on this Wonderlick, so he might not be the brightest of yeah. So that's not so high. 15 is pretty low. Um, that was the last year of the Wonder League too, wasn't it? Yeah, they didn't. Have, I looked at this year; they don't have Wonder League scores for a lot of them. But yeah, um, it's some other test that they give now, right? So yeah, I, I think they should do the Wonder League just to keep it, just so we can have a consistency from here. You can also add, you can add the other school, but the Wonder League only takes like forty-five minutes at most, so like, yeah. why not just keep it around? And uh, the fourth quarterback uh, probably is Jake Luton. Jacksonville, sixth-round pick from 2020. He started his career at Idaho. They went to Ventura Community College, then Oregon State. He has a 33 on the Wonderlick, which is well above average. So maybe we could see Luton get the number three spot if he studies and learns more maybe than Matt Corral. I don't know. Uh, he started three games for Jacksonville in 2020, 
two touchdowns, six interceptions. He's been with Seattle, Miami, um, and uh, Jacksonville, and also New Orleans. So like he's he's been with several teams. So, um, you know, but he's got a little bit of experience. That's Carolina. Any additional information on Carolina's quarterbacks financially? Uh, in their in their spring training game, they did start Bryce Young. Uh, didn't do all that well, I guess. But uh, Matt Corral played the rest of the game of the teams. Also, did not do so well. Carolina twenty seven to zero defeat. Yes, twenty seven zero. Yes. Um, should we move on to New Orleans? New Orleans Saints up next. Yeah, uh, Derek Carr is the uh, new starter, presumed starter. Uh, solid backup though with uh, Jameis Winston, and then uh, Jake. Hayner is the uh, third quarterback there. Yeah, and the so the Saints are spending a lot more money on their quarterbacks relative to other teams in their division, right? Yeah, they're yeah they're the highest paid quarterback uh, tandem, at least anyway, from the NFC South. Cart seven point two million, backup Winston at four point five, and Hayner just under a million. Is, and you might also say, we'll talk about Carr and Winston. They might be the, actually the top two quarterbacks in the division. Uh, maybe you could say, you, like, at least in terms of NFL success or current, if you kind of combine NFL success with current ability, maybe you could say Dalton would have been up there. Baker Mayfield, probably, possibly. Heineke, maybe. But um, I think Carr, I think Carr is probably unquestioned number one. Yeah. I think Winston has a claim on number two at least uh car is 32 years old he's been uh 2014 second round pick uh to the raiders and he's went to fresno state like his brother Derek car uh david car who was famously drafted number one overall by the texans and didn't uh pay out because he was sacked uh so many times uh but Derek car has been a four-time pro bowler he's uh 217 nfl touchdown passes only 99 interceptions he's only 63 and 79 as a starter though that's probably because of the dysfunction in Raider land, and they um, he led Oakland to two playoff appearances. He was hurt in 2016, and he lost to Cincinnati in the 2021 wild card game. But this is his first year in New Orleans, uh, so he's looking for. You mentioned maybe before he might be the second best quarterback in the NFC, even uh, if you think that Hertz's one year counts as his, as the best quarterback. So I'd say he's up there with Cousins and. Um, Dak Prescott probably is possibly one, maybe one or two in the, if you don't, if you think Hertz might be a flash in the pan, but uh, that's Carr. Jameis Winston is back up. Is maybe one, one quick note on Carr, just as, yeah. because you mentioned it. Uh, Derek Carr or uh, David Carr, who do you think was sacked more times in their career? Uh, for reference, Derek Carr has played 142 NFL games. His brother David has played 94 Ooh. NFL games. Who was sacked more times? <laughs> Derek Carr was sacked like an incredible number of times. But I think led Carr, the league three different seasons. I think David has been in the I mean Derek has been in the league longer, three extra seasons. So I would say Derek has probably been sacked more. It is extremely close. But David Carr has still been sacked. Three more times. <laughs> 267 to 264 sacks. So between them, they have been 
sacked over 500 times. <laughs> how many people do you think have sacked both cars? Oh, that's I don't know how to even look that. That's up. a research question for uh, another day. Yeah, that, that may take some time to figure that one out, but yeah, um, yes. But that's yeah, one I mean, how yeah, how many different people do you think sacked? The, yeah, that's I mean that's interesting anyway. But like been sacked. Yeah. I bet we could. I bet we could find only by four different players. Yeah. <laughs> we can find that up. But yeah, Derek Carr. I think a change of scenery, mm. silver to gold, will be a, a boon uh, for him. Um, and if Carr gets hurt or if he doesn't work out that well, I think Jameis Winston's a pretty good backup. He's he's uh, twenty nine years old, former number one overall pick by Tampa Bay in twenty fifteen. 2013 Heisman winner. Uh, he's a 27 on the Wonderlick, so quite a bit higher still in that corral. Uh, he's 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 started 80 games in the NFL, 34 and 46 as a starter. Last his last year as a full time starter was in 2019, when he uh, started for the uh, Buccaneers before they brought Tom Brady in. He threw for 5,109 yards that season, uh, 33 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, so like a lot of picks. He's maybe was the only 30-30 quarterback in NFL history with 30 touchdowns and 30 picks in the same year. Yeah. Even Brett Favre didn't quite match that. But is it possible the Saints have the two best quarterbacks in the division, even if even if Winston turns the ball over a, a, a bit more than you'd like? He has creativity. He has, you know, he's proven that he can be a pretty successful NFL quarterback, at least in terms of yardage mm. and touchdown passes some people might say they actually have the also have the third best quarterback but was one that we have not talked about in this segment yet <laughs> are you talking about Taysom Hill <laughs> uh, well I, I I Taysom Hill is not listed as a quarterback any longer at least but uh I now I think Taysom Hill's gone from overused uh quarterback to underused utility player in the last few years so i'm not he's no longer on at least my uh enemies list in terms of the nfl he, he did make an appearance I, I didn't even notice it he did he had one catch in the preseason game uh, out of the tight end slot so but that's it oh yeah but he also apparently suffered a minor oblique strain in practice today so or taste um but the actual third quarterback list is the Mike Orman first, Taysom Hill underused. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be the headline. That will be the headline. They'll be used for you and attributed to you now, right? That's right. That's right. Out of all of this that we're talking about today, that will be the one line that gets pulled out, right? <laughs> yes, he's my favorite player now. Um, the actual third quarterback on the Saints is Jake Hayner, 2023 first round, fourth round pick, also from Fresno State, like Derek Carr. So maybe they have some uh, stories they can swap about their college years in Fresno. Uh, he began his college career uh, at Washington. Uh, he's under six feet tall, however, uh, much like Bryce Young. A pocket passer, also much like Bryce Young. Also much like Bryce Young. His best year was probably 2021 and not his most recent season. He had a 68 to 18 touchdown interception interception ratio in college. Definitely going to be the third quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe a developmental prospect, but, you know, I, I I don't have any much. I don't have much else to say about Jake Hayner. 
should we move on to Tampa Bay or do you want to uh, sum up uh, our Saints? I would just say um, all three quarterbacks did play in the preseason game. Um, Carr, as we wa- you know, as we saw because they played against the Chiefs, uh, we saw Carr first drive at least anyway, and then uh, yeah, Winston and Hayner did both play. Hayner ended up did uh, leading the team in yardage, the 105 yards. Nice. So he seems to be at least competent under center, apparently, right? Apparently. Apparently yeah, so. In a third string capacity, at least, anyways. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. I say, I hear somebody says he's 6'1, but I, I saw he was actually under. Hmm. Um, yeah, ESPN says 6'1. Speaking, well, speaking of uh, under six feet, we have Baker Mayfield uh, in Tampa Bay. Uh, should we go through the Tampa Bay? Yeah. Uh, also, only three quarterbacks on their roster. Baker Mayfield, Cal Trask, John Wolford. How much money are these guys making? Are they making? They're all uh, expensive. Make, they're Baker all... Mayfield is the most expensive quarterback on the roster. $1.7 million this season. Kyle Trask, 1.5. John Wolford at one. So the whole team is spending only $4.2 million from their quarterback position, which is uh, by far the lowest of any team in the NFC, and I presume in the NFL. It's even low by NFC South standards, which is the... Yeah, a third of the Saints yeah. quarterback uh, expenditures. Like the Cambodia of of wage... Uh, of, wa- of, of, uh, of, of, of wage... Uh, of wages uh, for uh, the, uh, the NFL. But... They're actually only spending two per- less than 2% of their total team salary on the quarterback position, which is very different from every other team in the league. Right. Well, it works for them. You would think they'd have a lot of monsters on that team, but it seems like they've got a lot of aging players that are maybe no longer what they once were uh, aging wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, Godwin and now and, uh, and others. So, but Baker Mayfield is brought in fresh from uh, uh, two teams he played for last year. Uh, Carolina and the Rams. He bounced back. Uh, he bounced between those two teams. Started out at Carolina, and then went to the Rams. Uh, he's the former number one overall pick by Cleveland in 2018. Former Heisman Trophy winner from 2017. Spotty NFL career, 31 and 38 as a starter. He did, however, lead the Browns to the playoffs in 2020. He's won a playoff game. He barely, I guess you could say, he very nearly won a second if it had not been for, um, uh, you know, the the heroics of Chiefs uh, backup quarterback Chad Hetty uh, when when Patrick Mahomes uh, went down in that game, uh, the divisional game uh, in 2020. Um, but uh, so he, he has 102 career touchdowns, 64 interceptions, a 86.5 passer rating. Um, so he's been not maybe what they thought he might be, but he's been an okay quarterback. So he, maybe he can revive his career in mm. Tampa. He had a pretty good showing with the Rams then, right? At the end of the, like kind of as a surprise move. Uh, getting he actually, yeah. He won a game, I think, without even, like, had been on the Rams for like two days and he won a one again. Yeah. And like, he seems like he did better without even preparing than he yeah. did when he prepared. So that's not necessarily a good sign. That's right. <laughs> 
like him. The more him knowledge just, he has over the system, the worse the worse he performs. Is that? Uh, yeah, just winging it. He's just as good, uh, and that seems maybe like he what he he's. Yeah, that's what Kyler Murray learned learned his uh, uh, habits from uh, Baker Mayfield of Oklahoma. In the, uh, yeah, in the Big 12. Yeah. Mayfield had been actually at Texas Tech before going to Oklahoma. He was um, bounced out by Davis Webb, I believe. Uh, and Webb was bounced out by Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so he's... Webb has not really been much in the NFL. But uh, his... Baker Mayfield's, I guess, current backup, maybe threat to start is Kyle Trask. Um, second round pick in 2021 from Florida. He is a much bigger guy than Mayfield. He's 6'5, two year starter at Florida. He threw for more than 4,000 yards as a senior in 2020, 43 touchdowns, eight interceptions that year. But he has only nine career NFL pass attempts. He's valuing Mayfield for the starting spot. He's actually named Kyle after the Texas A&M uh, stadium, Kyle Field. Yes, his, mm. his family. I think he had a grandfather who played for Texas A&M um, and played in the NFL. Orville Trask, I believe his name was. But anyway, Kyle Trask um, brought in as the kind of maybe developmental prospect under Tom Brady last year, possibly a threat to start over Mayfield this year. Um Another former developmental quarterback now, probably cemented as number three, or at least right now, is John Wolfer. He's 27 now, undrafted free agent from Wake Forest. He played for the Jets practice squad in 2018. Mike Mayfield is kind of short, under six feet tall. Then he played for the AAF Arizona Hotshots, and then was on the Rams for four years. Started four games in the NFL, only one touchdown, five interceptions. Um, he actually started the 2020 playoff win against Seattle uh, over Jared Goff at that point. He had a broken thumb, but Wolfer got hurt, and Goff actually played uh, the rest of the playoffs with that broken thumb. He lost, them, I believe, the next game to um, Green Bay, but um, that's Wolford. He was kind of maybe seen as a up-and-comer by Sean McVay at one point, but I think mm-hmm. once Stafford came in, um, he was kind of expendable. So that's the quarterback situation for Tampa. Any they did all three play uh in the preseason game. Who do you think led the team had the most yard, passing yardage? Yards. Probably number three, Wolford. That's my guess. It was Wolford. He also had by far the most attempts though, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. But May, May, Mayfield was um eight of nine for 63 yards and a touchdown. So that's uh that's not so bad. Not bad. Um that's the Buccaneers. Now we're halfway through the NFC. Yeah, and maybe the note for um, the NFC South as a whole, though, is yeah, the, as a as an entire unit, uh, the NFC South uh, pays quarterbacks less than half of any of the other divisions uh, in the NFC. Uh, do you think that's a correlation to the performance of the teams in the in that uh, in in the NFC? Because uh, that division does seem to be the worst. It is the worst, and I think it's it was the worst last year, and it probably will be the worst again this year. So, and the NFC is the lesser of the two conferences. It seems like pretty clearly in terms of quarterback play. So, we would think that maybe we think quarterback's the most important position. Having the least resources devoted to quarterback quarterbacking is probably not a sound strategy. So, but they have young quarterbacks. Maybe we could say Ritter 
and Trask and Young, if they become good quarterbacks, that could just be like, well, they're just on rookie contracts, and it's it's not really a you know a money thing. Yeah, that's the theory, I guess. Or the money will follow if the performance is there. Yes, right? yes. Maybe maybe they'll end up paying more as these guys develop. But yeah.